after nearly a year of campaigning, more than $123 million in advertising and an inglorious frozen over finish, the Iowa caucuses ended much as the race started with Donald Trump, the frontrunner, being declared the winner before most of the votes had even been cast. And joining us now is an attorney, jurist, and politician who served as an associate justice on the North Carolina Supreme Court for nine years. It is Bob Orr. Judge, how are you? Uh, warmer than the folks in Iowa. <laughs> not not a hard hurdle to clear, I would have to say, <laughs> even when it's 34 degrees outside. So uh, any big surprises from last night? No, I think everything uh, went according to the predictions and the pundits. And really, uh, uh, no surprise, all, although I have to say in in listening to the staggering amount of money spent by the leading candidates and the relatively few votes that were cast, my, my bad math, I think, calculated Dickie Haley spending about $1,500 a vote or somewhere along like that. Uh, that. That is a little stunning in the greater scheme of things. That is surprising to me. And how much do we take away from this, knowing that the turnout was so small? And is that any cause for concern for the Republican Party that Donald Trump got the votes that he did, but with so few people going out? Well, from my perspective, there should be a lot of concerns. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, I don't see a lot of those concerns being manifested by leaders in the Republican Party. Uh, it seems to me folks are <clears throat> falling in line and kissing the ring in anticipation of, of Trump securing the nomination uh, probably relatively quickly in the process uh, and ignoring the multitude of legal troubles that he's facing. Uh, so um, I, I would think under any normal political circumstance, uh people in the Republican Party would be terribly concerned, but I just don't see it. Right. Does Iowa mean very much in terms of what's going to happen in November? No. I mean, it's it's uh, a small number of electoral votes, uh, the raw uh, numbers population-wise. I think there's many people in Orange County, California, as there are in the entire state of Iowa. So it's it's not a very representative state uh, in any way, shape, or form, but it does, as does New Hampshire, uh, get a huge amount of hype in sort of kicking off the, the official campaign season. So uh, I, I think Iowa's <clears throat> impact is disproportionate to the reality uh, of what transpired. Nikki Haley today says she would only debate Donald Trump or Joe Biden next. Then she turns around today and says that she really didn't see anything. She hasn't studied any of Donald Trump's indictments all that closely. If she's not out trying to push that as an issue, she's really not trying to win, is she? It's hard to see where she thought she was ever going to win to begin with. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, she's had a bit of a rise in the polls and, and generated some some support, but uh, she has consistently tried to walk that that fine line between not really criticizing Trump but saying that there needs to be a, uh, 
uh, a new generation of leaders. And frankly, she hasn't done it very successfully, and I don't think it's a workable strategy uh, considering the, the current makeup of the Republican Party base. It feels like her strategy is to be Donald Trump's running mate. Uh, there are a lot, there's a lot of speculation to that uh, effect. Uh, although, ask, ask Mike Pence about the, uh, uh, the benefits of, of taking that position. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Ron DeSantis finishes second. Um, he's poured a lot of money into this race to finish in second place with that few votes. Does he have any better fortune coming up with New Hampshire, do you think? Uh, not according to polls. It looks like Haley among the challengers uh, has, the, has the strongest position in New Hampshire. And then, of course, South Carolina comes after New Hampshire. And that arguably should be a, a strong state for Haley, uh, although I think Trump's still leading substantially in the polls. So I... I don't see where DeSantis goes from here. Uh, I think we've seen a little bit of frustration on his part, uh, uh, understandably, I suppose. But uh, I think he feels that, but what did he say the other day, that called Fox News out for not holding Trump accountable, which probably will not play well in, uh, with the base. But uh, I, I think he goes back to Florida, and we'll see where he goes from there. Yeah, on one hand, he's called out Fox News for not holding Trump accountable, and then we're probably, what, about a week away from him saying that Donald Trump is the target of um, what a wide assault by the mass media or something like that? <laughs> That's right, and he endorses him for president. Exactly, which actually is pretty much what Rami Wasaway did last night because after a weekend of getting badgered by Donald Trump on True Social, Last night, he wound up dropping out of the race. Essentially, he suspended his campaign and then endorsed Donald Trump. Yeah, and I think the, the governor of Iowa who had uh, endorsed DeSantis said essentially the same same thing, that she would she would end up in support um, Donald Trump. And I, I think that's where it's all headed. I, I don't see anybody other than maybe Chris Christie, who's arguably out of the race, Maybe Asa Hutchinson, uh, who will decline to uh, endorse Trump, right. uh, and even then, you, you have to wonder: Will Will Christie or Hutchinson uh, be willing to endorse uh, Joe Biden uh, and support him uh, against Trump? Yeah. I mean, if Trump is this danger to democracy, as many people think, uh, for good cause, in my opinion. Uh, you would think that that taking the courageous stand and um, uh, supporting whoever is the leading candidate to defeat him um, would be the thing that they have to do, but uh, you, you just don't see that happening. No, it's not going to happen in all likelihood. And what's going to happen with this point forward is uh, it's looking like it's going to be just 2020 all over again, except uh, much earlier this time because in the early uh, projections in 2020. Joe Biden didn't do all that well. Well, Judge, it's always great talking to you. Judge Bob Orr is the uh, attorney, a jurist, and politician who served as an associate justice of the state Supreme Court for nine years. Thank you, Judge. Appreciate it. Uh, Jeff, always a pleasure.